When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to WrestleBlaze, GameSpot's wrestling podcast, both wrestling, and that's it. Wow. Because Chris and I, <laughs> I'm tired of Chris fake interrupting me during the intro. Uh, there's also friendship in wrestling with friendship. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Elfring. With me uh, is Chris Hayner. I, I'm kind of mad because Chris keeps interrupting my intro. That was a joke, Matt. I thought I thought we were having a joke em up with each other. Also, you buried the lead. You accused me of burying the lead last week. I'm accusing you of burying the lead this week. Matt, we're recording live from inside Cleopatra's Egg. I... That's not burying the lead. I have to introduce you first. Introduce myself. Introduce you. You introduce topic after we do this weird banter in between each other. Well, sure, but week. like that that's a normal week. But this week, we are on location yeah, inside the third Cleopatra egg as seen on both uh, Netflix's insane bonkers banana movie Red Notice starring The Rock Deadpool and Wonder Woman, and also as seen on Vince McMahon's desk <laughs> in what we're going to go into great detail about. But hi, uh, join the Dark Order, Matt. Join DarkOrder.com. I, it is so cozy in this $100 million egg. Uh, we're literally are, sitting on each other's laps. We don't have we a choice. Are. We don't have a choice. There's not, I mean, like, it's cozy, but like, for one person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I could take a nap in here. I don't know if I want to record more podcast episodes. Ow. I'm sorry. I hit my head on the ceiling. I, You might be wondering, that Cleopatra's egg wasn't that big. How are you guys in it? Well, have you seen the movie Inner Space? Kind of like that. Look, all I'm going to say is not unlike Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I have developed a shrinking ray. Now, it doesn't work to shrink us down to microscopic size. I'm not that good. Of, I'm no Wayne Zielinski, Matt. I love how you're just trampling all over my reference of the movie that talks the, the, the a movie that did shrinking previous to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh huh. Well, I'm, spe I'm speaking to our audience. I think our audience are Honey, I Shrunk the Kids kids. No, I think they're you guys have I'll seen Ant-Man, right? Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? Gamma part? Wait, what, what is Ant-Man? What is it using? Uh, mania. Quantum physics. We use quantum physics to make a cell fit inside of Cleopatra's egg. Uh, the Wasp is also here. The Wasp is producing this week's episode. Chris, it's also it's pim particles are what make you smaller. Oh, you're right. Matt, I don't know movies. I don't watch movies. I'm a fake entertainment journalist. You're a shill. I'm a shill. Disney has paid me for this podcast. Uh, speaking of this podcast, we got a lot of sponsors that aren't really sponsors this yep. week, but since Survivor Series had 40 different sponsors, why shouldn't we? That's right. We're brought to you by Matt Pizza Hut, who are now selling not only a three-tiered box, a 20-tiered pizza box. It is an advent calendar pizza. Every day of December, you open up a new little window and out comes 
a uh, it's room temperature, gross ass pizza. More with every day, it gets a little bit more rotten. <laughs> and the pizza's super dry, except for the bottom, which uh-huh. is always greasy for some reason. Absolutely. And Matt, like as we're going through our sponsors, I, I feel the need to remind you every kiss begins with K. So if you were planning to propose on Christmas Day, first of all, don't do that. Don't double up on holidays. As someone who is born on Christmas, who has to celebrate his birthday and Christmas in a single day. Don't add an engagement on top of that. That's mean to somebody. Also, also, if you're going to buy an engagement ring, maybe don't do it from someone that, uh, that like advertises on podcasts. Here's the thing. Let me tell you about every kiss begins with KK jewelers. Yes. I bought my wife's engagement ring there. Did you really? Oh, wait, customer testimonial here. Go for it. Customer testimonial. Um, this place is closed. The kid, the, the kiss, the kiss I went to, the K I went to is closed. It's now a, uh, a, a weed dispensary. <laughs> Perfect. That's so good. I love that. Anyway, that, that's kind of, have you bought weed there? No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Matt, I want to say when you proposed to your wife, did she kiss you? No, I, I will. I will tell you that full story when we're not on the air. Cause it's kind of okay. silly. And it, and since you do know my wife, like you would find it funny, but I don't think regular people who have no idea anything about my wife would understand it anyway. So I went in there and I said, I'm here to get an engagement ring at the time. I was a college, like I was teaching college courses on occasion and tutoring. You were a um, college professor. I said, uh, not a professor. I, I, w- I did, um, continuing education instructor, uh, an d- instructor. We'll say instructor, I guess a teach. I could say teacher, but professor is okay. a whole different thing. I'll call you a college teacher. Uh, so I went in and I, I told the, the woman was named was Charlotte and I'll never forget this. Wait, what's her I name? Said, like Charlotte, Charlotte, not Flair. Are you sure? Yeah. She was, was she, much older. <laughs> was she carrying the SmackDown women's title and an attitude at the time? I don't know if the SmackDown women's title was a thing. Probably not. I think, I think the divas title was still, the yeah, thing you've though. been married for roughly 70 years. I believe, uh, this uh, seven years next month. Actually. Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so I told, I told Charlotte, mm-hmm. the lady, I'm like, my wife, um, is a unique person, a wonderful person. She really wants a black diamond. Now she never wanted to get really get married. She never wanted an engagement ring. Uh, your hand is raised. Go ahead. Okay. Are black diamonds a real thing? I thought black diamond was just the really difficult ski hill. It's also a kiss song. (laughs) It's also a kiss song. Like, is there an actual gem that is a black diamond? Yes. Black diamonds are real things. Do they look cool? Hell yeah, they do. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to Google this. I'll continue this story. Continue your story. I told Charlie, yeah, my my wife, uh, future wife wants a black diamond. And she stopped and looked at me. She's like, are you sure she like, we have like princess cut diamonds. And she mentioned all these different types of cuts of diamonds. Like we should get like a yellow. Yeah, it's amazing, right? These look so badass. Uh, Matt, can I ask what grade you got? How many A's? I don't know what any of that means. I don't either, but they're they're different. They all look amazing. I think I got like a two care. I, I didn't have any money back then. So like I was paying that diamond off for a long while. Uh, I like it. Like if it looks anything like literally all of these black diamonds on Google, that's awesome. But so like I ended up getting a black diamond with after fighting with this woman about like what my wife wants. She's never met my (laughs) wife. (laughs) Does she think you're secretly proposing to her? 
I apparently I'm just like my wife likes, you know, she has a very vintage like style about her. Uh, she, she just wants a black diamond. She she wants something different. She's not, you and know, she, she's a, super goth. She used to be in high school. She doesn't like me telling anybody that. Well, well, thank goodness you only put it on a podcast that ones. Of oh, tens I tell of, everybody that I yeah. tell everybody you've only, you've only put it on a podcast that ones of tens of people listen to. I know. I was a little punk rock guy and she was a little goth girl. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> oh, where was I going with it? And yeah. So like I got, I got this black diamond and she kept telling me like, you can't, you know, we can't really do returns on this. If you purchase it, like we just can't do returns. <laughs> She's already setting up for your wife shooting you down. I know dude. Charlotte sucks. Uh, she does. We continued, um, to work with her after we got engaged and when i was picking out like my wedding ring and which you can see chris on my hands right now i never wear my wedding ring it's true i have a tattoo on my ring figure of a heart that's my yes it is a very it is a very cool tattoo and like yeah i like i i'm i'm a fan of the wedding ring tattoo (laughs) anyway survivor series Every kiss me gets okay. Charlotte, you sucked. Uh, so also DraftKings, <laughs> use code WrestleBuddies and literally nothing will happen. No, nothing will happen. We are not sponsored by them, but we will plug them. Uh, Cricket Wireless, I don't know. Do you need a burner phone for doing crimes? I'm sure that's what Cricket Wireless is for. Blue Chew isn't advertising with us anymore, but we'll say whatever. If you want Blue Chew, go buy Blue Chew. Use code WrestleBuddies. And again, literally nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Anyway, so Survivor Series was uh, wait, happened- wait, Matt, we forgot the yeah. most important one as it to as it pertains to this episode. Of course, uh, Wrestle Buddies is not brought to you by Red Notice. Now available on Netflix, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ryan the Deadpool Reynolds, and Gal the Godot Godot. In my review of Red Notice, I compared it to fun action movies like National Treasure, to which numerous people on the internet got very mad at me for liking National Treasure, and to them I say, "You're wrong. you're a dummy." Yeah, National Treasure rules. It's it, so much fun. In my review of Red Notice, which I didn't write, I wrote, uh, I really like this. But wait, it's over? Wait, how did it? <laughs> why, they just set up a third act that didn't happen. What happened? The third act is, well, we got to do it. Wait, wait, what, what? Do what? Wait, what are we doing? Are we like, gonna... And then they show up to the place to do the thing. Credits. You're like, wait a minute. But at that point, during Red Donuts, like, did you really need any more? I felt I, like at but that I point, wanted more. I was having so much fun. It was a very fun movie. Do you like um, movies where there is some a semblance of a story, but it's mostly driven by where can we have fun action sequences? Also, how many twists can we put in this thing? Before, <laughs> like, we don't care if it gets illogical. It doesn't matter. It's 1995. We could put in as many twists as we want. And they're like, this movie has more and, twists yeah. than big show heel turns. Yeah. And then they're like, it's not 1995. It's 2021. And The Rock's like, what do you mean? Twist. Survivor Series brought to you by Red Notice. And let's talk about the one thing in Survivor Series that truly worked in the worst way possible. Oh, and, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Let's go. And Roman Brains versus Big E was fun. Great stuff. Great, great stuff. Everything else was not that great. Uh, except for <laughs> except for uh, Damien the Punishment Priest, uh, Martinez breaking Rick Boogs' guitar, and oh. Pat McAfee standing up and yelling, you son of a bitch! <laughs> like, it's the most upset he's ever been about anything, and I loved it. 
There was also a battle royal, apparently. Oh, yeah. Omos has been crowned the new rock. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on about Survivor Series for a second. They kept touting it's the 25th anniversary of The Rock's first appearance. Also, we're going to keep talking backstage about how Brock Lesnar is now allowed in WWE again. And guess how the show ends? Nothing. No, a, nobody shows up. Nobody shows but up. But Omos is the new people's champion. We all have to respect him as such. Uh, he got all of the Pizza Hut pizza brought to you by Pizza Hut, except for the Street Profits, threw all of this crappy Pizza Hut pizza at New Yorkers, which is so offensive weird. on so many levels. But also good on the Street Profits, you know, getting that endorsement deal with Pizza Hut, like good on them, but also don't bring it in. It's such a weird during the entrance of the 25 man battle royal. You walked between two tables with picnic clock picnic tablecloth on them uh-huh and, and they boxes had, and boxes boxes which we and pizza well, but, here's, but here's the thing matt we couldn't tell that they were pizza boxes at first no. and i was like oh this is a rock roy- battle royale so like the there's gonna be a, a like the win the losers are gonna have to have like a pie eating contest because the rock and i thought literally anyone everyone who got eliminated would just have to go up to the top of the stage and start eating pie but no that wasn't the case and they didn't mention Pizza Hut until the Street Profits entered. So we watched numerous people enter this Smashers, 25-man battle royal. We, not all of them got entrances. But then, like, it gets to Street Profits, and they hold up the box, and they bring it to the camera. I'm like, Pizza Hut? What? And then they went down to ringside, and they it, it's like that weird triple-decker box thing. So they just kept sliding a box out along to their music. It was so weird. <sighs> I like that idea of the triple decker box of pizza. However, I also don't like Pizza Hut. I think it is hot garbage. So Matt, mm. Matt. So, I, you know, I, you know, I'm in a new neighborhood now. Yeah. Um, I have been trying out some local eateries in the area, mm-hmm. uh, like Einstein Brothers Bagel Company, which is not a local eatery. <laughs> Mom and Pop. But it's very good. Mom and Pop. No, there's this, there's this joint called Babe's Pizza which does they called it a double decker pizza where let me let me break it down to you how this pizza works it's mm-hmm. dough sauce cheese toppings cheese it's a double decker of cheese so the toppings are essentially sandwiched between levels of cheese yes it's actually really good lord pumpernickel wasn't a fan i but lord pumpernickel isn't a fan of dairy most of the time i cheese king loved it I do enjoy a good amount of cheese. Um, some of the stuffed pizzas out here, not deep dish, but stuffed pizzas, which are two separate things in Chicago, Chicagoland. Uh, stuffed pizza is a lot like that, where it's like toppings and then more cheese and then the sauce on top. And I'm not the biggest fan of I just don't want I love cheese, but the cheese to sauce to dough ratio is very important to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't like too much cheese on it. I will say this. I am a fan. I am a fan of a saucier pie. I, I like, a, yes, good, I like a good amount of sauce on my pie. As long as the sauce is good. I mean, yeah, I think I sauce know, is, yes, yes. Let yeah. me clarify. I like a good amount of good sauce. Like, uh, like, oh, look, we've all done it. I've had Domino's. I've had Little Caesars. I've had Pizza Hut. None of them have good sauce, but they also don't put a lot of sauce. In fact, weirdly enough, th- Matt, this might be my hottest pizza take. Of yeah. the big three, Domino's, Pizza Hut, and Little Caesars, I think Little Caesars has the best sauce. Um, I would go Papa John's best sauce out of those. I don't include Papa John's because Papa John is a garbage fire. He is a garbage fire of a human being. Um, but if we're going like pizza chains, 
I, I'm going to say Papa John's has the best sauce. Uh, Little Caesars is great, but Little Caesars also like five dollars. Like, you know what you're we get. We're so off track. Survivor Series. But also just just to just to speak good of our not sponsored Pizza Hut. I like a thin crust pizza, mm-hmm. pizza, chicken, pineapple done. Pepperoni or Italian sausage, I, look, but not. I love I love a I love a pepperoni pizza any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. What? You know, one more question. Um, yes. When it comes to when it comes to sauce, what is your preference, uh, spicy or sweet? Matt, that's a great question, and I think it depends on what I'm doing in terms of toppings. But I kind of like a sweet sauce. I tend to lean a little bit more towards spicy <laughs> than sweet, but it also it depends on the dough from the company or pizza place I'm ordering from too. If their dough is yes a little bit saltier. I would yes. want that sweet. Yes, sweet that, sauce. that's that's exact. That is exactly it. Also, I have noticed if I do if I do go to a place with a sweeter sauce, I extra load up on the crushed red pepper on top. Yes, um, and I, I make spicy at home. It's not like when I say spicy, it's not like burn your mouth. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah, has yeah. a little a little heat. At just the a end. little kick. Uh, and I will say in terms of I think I've said it on this podcast before because I think we've talked about pizza a number of times. Um in terms of chains, I am right or die. Papa Murphy's take and bake. Best sauce, best dough. And uh, the hack for all of you who live in an area with a Papa Murphy's, ask them to go, ask them to mix the white sauce and the red sauce for a good little pink sauce on your pizza. So you get a good marinara with some creamy garlic mixed into it. Mm. It's so good. That's it. I'm ride or die Rosati's and also ride or die Taylor Street. But those are two Chicagoland institutions. I'm right or die Taylor Swift. No, Taylor Street Pizza. I used to work oh. there. I, oh. I, was de- I was a delivery guy through college. I used to uh, work there in college. I didn't know that about you. I like it. Yeah, I like delivering pizzas. During your off time, you got to do homework in the back. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's useful as heck. Yeah. Anyway, Survivor Series 2021, guys. That's what we're here to talk about. Kind of. And kind of. So it's brought to you by Red Notice. Um, this Survivor Series was packed with filler and commercials more than any pay-per-view that I can remember in history. Do you remember in the middle of the pay-per-view when it was already like, it's, this has been going on for so long. They're like, okay, now stay tuned for a two-minute Bobby Lashley commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and why? That- we know, who, not only do we know who Bobby Lashley is, he wrestled tonight. And then it went into like a Mattel thing and then another yeah. cricket wireless. Thing. Like I was waiting for karate fighters or lugs boot of the week to come up at that. Well, point. you know, this podcast is brought to you by YJ Stinger. <laughs> it's brought to you by Pro and, and the JVC Kaboom box. <laughs> uh, so early on in Survivor Series, we got a shot of the backstage, um, the, the carport area and a limo pulls up out of the limo comes Vince McMahon oh. and, and Matt, Matt. The entire unused that night roster is standing around the limousine, just applauding maniacally. It's the it's the applaud or get released challenge. It's so weird. I was like, why are they clapping for him? And then he just pulls out the egg. And at this point in time, we do not. The audience does not know what he is holding. At the time, I had not seen Red Notice. I thought Vince McMahon brought his Fabergé egg to the office. At the time, I had reviewed Red Notice and was still like, what is going on? Until about (laughs) five minutes later, I was like, oh, yeah, this is Red Notice. Red Notice, his whole thing is about eggs. (laughs) 
it's so it is a scene like the the whole the the Maga- like he's essentially he's carrying the MacGuffin from Red yes. Notice, which is Cleopatra's third egg in the in the story of Red Notice. Uh, Cleopatra had three golden, like super fancy giant eggs uh, that the 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 trio of thieves were all trying to steal. The third one is the big one, and that's the one that most of the movie centers around. And now, like it turns out, they could have just stole it from Vince McMahon. Yeah. So he pulls out the egg. Everybody applauds again. I I'm so confused as a wrestling fan as to why. What's going on? Vince hasn't been on television in a while. It's this, yeah, this is the first time we've seen Vince in a dog's age. So when you see Vince at a pay-per-view doing something, my first thought is something big is going to happen tonight. Mm-hmm. Why else would he be there? I'm, uh, I'm going to just get to the punch. Nothing happens nothing. because it's Literally just a bad nothing. story. I loved it, but it's bad. <laughs> I don't understand why it had to happen, but who cares? Uh, later, we go backstage again. Uh, Vince McMahon has the Fabergé egg in a glass case next to, on his desk at Barclays Center. Uh, by the way, shout out to Barclays Center. I love you so very much, except for the one fan who tried to beat up Seth Rollins. I hate you. Uh, so Vince is talking about this Fabergé egg. He says um, that The Rock gave it to him. And it's actually cleopatra's egg it's not like okay. it's not a movie prop it's the real thing he and said it's worth a hundred million dollars a hundred million dollars and he has it just sitting out in a little glass case i just okay now here's the thing i just looked up a little bit of information about quote-unquote the true story of cleopatra's eggs this is a real thing no i did not know uh, kind of but no um the eggs were actually russian <laughs> Oh, that makes much more sense. <laughs> uh, they were pretty. Yeah, it's this. This whole thing is weird. Like, I'm trying to find it. Did Cleopatra actually. OK, here we go. The wrap are Cleopatra's eggs, a real artifact. Let's see how long it takes them to say no. Because Russian Fabergé eggs are very According much According to thing. Hiram Garcia, a producer on Red Notice and president of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Seven Bucks Production and Dwayne The Rock Johnson's ex-brother-in-law, the MacGuffin was entirely made up by the film's writer and director, Rosin Thurber. In fact, of course his, it was. In fact, his story was so convincing, even most of the cast and crew thought Cleopatra's eggs were real. Now, the problem with this is Vince McMahon also thought they were real. So Vince McMahon is portrayed as a big dumb idiot for thinking that the rock the rock who couldn't even be bothered to show up to survivor series gave vince an a a golden egg worth a hundred million dollars hey and remember vince, in his infinite wisdom just set it on his desk remember when the rock showed up at impacts bound for glory just gonna throw that out there well, I don't believe he showed up in a video. Before. It was a video package, but was, he was still he still did something for impact. It was to induct Kurt uh, Angle into their Hall of Fame, I believe. Yeah. Um, not at the, God. There were so many promos for The Rock being a part of like Survivor Series history. And it's just so aggravating. His name is mentioned constantly on camera by other people. From what I read, it sounds like he was in Europe filming things and COVID restrictions wouldn't allow him to jump back and forth. It makes makes perfect sense. But how did that stop him from sending a video or like speaking to quote the people via satellite? Cause he didn't want to. 
Or they didn't ask, honestly. Like, what if they just didn't ask? Uh, so the egg is gone at question. this point. Wait, yeah, quick question. Ahead. Do you think WWE is wildly regretting having The Undertaker do his retirement thing at last year's Survivor Series in front of no crowd? Mm, no. Like, he, they he, they didn't get to... He, like they, last night could have been, like, The Undertaker's last stand, where they do his going away thing. So people would have a reason to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the egg is gone, and Vince McMahon demands that uh, he's talking to Sony Deville and Adam Pierce, and demands that that someone have it back on his desk, or they're going to hear those two words. Those two words being "you're fired." Suck it. Oh, you're fired. Oh, you're fired. Something that I, I don't know, man. Vince, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, man, after the last two years of this company and how like 18 billion wrestlers have been your fired in, like, maybe we don't do this. But also he says, he thought says, I want every superstar from SmackDown and Raw to be at Raw tomorrow. As if like it sounded like even that, even though it became clear that nothing was going to happen last night, having like Vince demanding that both rosters be at Raw sounded like it was going to be a big deal. Like, it's like, oh, something is going to happen. Something yeah. big is going to happen. So Survivor Series ends with like, there's no resolution. Um, mm-hmm. And we're all stuck having to watch Raw to follow this not good storyline. To me, it's compelling nope. because it's so bad. Like it's it's like it's it's fun. Dumb. Yeah, it's my favorite type not of stuff. Un- not unlike Red Notice itself. It is fun. Dumb. But at the same time, what's the point? And I'm just going to get to the spoiler alert. There's no point. Um, There is no point. We are raw the next night. Vince says to Sonia and Adam, whoever finds the egg or gives him in. I'm sorry. Your face. Whoever gives him information about who stole the egg will get a championship match against Biggie as the main event of raw. Hey, that's not great, but also it's something. So like, that's something to maybe look forward to. What if Big E had found it? Who does Big E get to He's got to fight himself like Dwight Schrute showing uh, his martial arts off in that episode of The Office, the cold open. I mean, that sounds like a great main event if you ask I'd be me. totally into that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, later on, Sami Zayn comes in and he says, like, he has information on the... And Sami Zayn, bless him, man. That character is... Keeps evolving and evolving, and I love it so much. And he's just such a compelling person to watch on camera absolutely agree Sami Zayn is do is so fun he's just so fun uh Sami Zayn has the information after another commercial break we come back and we find out hold on to your seats Austin Tahiri or Austin Theory had taken the egg to take a selfie with it however because security was so tight at Barclays Center he couldn't return the egg, so he kept it. I've, I've skipped over some. I've glossed over a moment that I really for, I wanted to talk about. There is a moment where we cut to. Pe- Wait, but it's just so stupid, Matt. Yes. But go ahead. Sorry. Go, go to your moment. The moment previous that I wanted to talk about. We cut to backstage. Every wrestler is in every wrestler not being used, utilized on television. Uh, that night, uh, for the most part, is even some a, that are like I'm pretty sure I saw Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley was in there. Yes, 
She uh, wanted to fight Big E for the WWE title. God, I would watch the, sh- the yeah. hell out of that match. I almost yeah. swore. I was that, so excited about that, that idea. That sounds great. They're trashing one single room looking for the egg. R-Truth, bless his heart, thank you so much, holds up a football, says, I found the egg. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb and it's silly. and like, But a, a good R-Truth moment goes a long way for me. It, uh, same, same. Nigel, he'll trash a room looking for an egg. A hundred million dollar egg. That's obviously just going to be hidden, you know, in a case. In the, in, it's just, it's a very silly moment. Anyway, Austin Theory brings the bag back to Vince, uh, tells it shows Vince the selfie he took, and Vince says like, "I like your gumption. Like you get to fight Biggie." And Sami Zayn says, "Hey, you said whoever brings you information about the egg gets that match." Vince is like, "No." <laughs> that I mean, that pretty much sums it up. And then Austin gets a title shot and uh, loses to Big E. I, I mean, that's what, that's what happened, right? I didn't watch that whole match. No, yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> E won. But it was a good match for Theory. I like that. The, I like, look, Matt, was it stupid? Yes. Was yeah. it a waste of time? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, undoubtedly. However, between that and the spotlight Austin theory got in the survivor series match last night. Mm-hmm. Like WWE is at least doing something with him. Yes. And they're doing something more with him than making him one of Seth Rollins lackeys, which is what they did last time. He's on the main roster. He's still kind of there, but like he's got a personality. He has a thing. He takes selfies with everybody, which I find very funny. He posted the selfies he took in the ring where Finn Balor looks very upset that his picture's being taken. He posted his selfie with Vince McMahon that he took with the egg last night. I love that. Like it, yeah. it's it's kind of silly fun. It's it's kind of what I want in wrestling. Um I think I do think at times wrestling takes itself a little too seriously. No, uh, not wrestling, man. And also WWE's in a really weird spot where like the crosshairs are on them from fans because of what they've been doing. Yeah. So you kind of need something to kind of you need a sense of humor, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, or just stop firing people. Um, I liked this storyline. It is the most pointless thing. I mean, look, it's hard to argue that Survivor Series was kind of a lackluster pay-per-view as a whole. It was um, bad. The women's, the women's champions match was fantastic. The world champions match was fantastic. Uh, Shinsuke versus uh, Damien in the pre-show was fine. There were entertaining moments and there were a couple scattered entertaining moments throughout. It was, it was a, a very good kickoff show match. I thought, and I thought the, the men's Survivor Series match was fine. I like, didn't it, like it. It was, it was fun enough, but I didn't expect any sort of weird red notice tie in on the pay-per-view and I got one and like, I laughed. Yeah, I laughed. And I when they stopped tweeting gonna, about it. Yeah. And when they said they're going to handle it the next day, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be wild. And then it was kind of like, whatever, but like it spotlighted, it spotlighted a newcomer to raw. Yes. So like, who cares? Like he got the Vince McMahon rub for that night. That's cool. And Sami Zayn got to be a part of it, which is gr- always great. And we also got to have a bunch of people backstage trashing a room, which yeah. Brought fun. to you by Pizza Hut. Brought to you by Pizza Hut. Considering the two nights of just how weird WWE's programming was, like, that was a fun highlight. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I like it. You know what, Matt? I give the Wrestle Buddy seal of pr- seal of approval. Honk. 
<laughs> is that our seal of approval sound? Oh. Hold on, Chris. Th- this just in. I think we have some breaking news about what really happened with that egg storyline. From Hold on, who? I'm patching someone in right now. Oh God. Oh wait. Is it is is it the hat hacker hacker? Is that you? Hello, Chris. I'm <gasps> here to. Uh, oh, bro, I missed you. I've got some breaking news from uh, inside sources of what actually happened with Cleopatra's egg. Can I ask at- you a, a quick question? For, yeah, can I ask please you two, go ahead. Two quick questions. Yeah. Huh? First of all, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm sorry I haven't been all uh, on a while. I haven't. Um, I've been traveling quite a bit. Uh, I'm doing something I've always wanted to do, and that is just uh, see the world. And by the world, I mean you know parts of Arkansas, parts of South Dakota. How are you traveling via car, boat, train? What do we got going on? You know what? Um, I've been reading so many articles by USA Today about people on trains traveling from one part of the country to the other and how comfortable or not comfortable it is. I thought I'd try it myself. Guess what? Depending on how much you pay, it can be comfortable. Now, are you riding, is this like an Amtrak situation or are you riding the rails on like freight trains? No, this is definitely an Amtrak situation. Uh, it was proposed to me by a friend uh, that friend being my son, that we just, you know, we get a nice stick and put a handkerchief on the back with some sandwiches mm. in it. We just get on a freight train and just, you know, the caboose is loose type situation and just go across the country. But uh, I'm not in for that kind of like a hobo lifestyle. Mm, okay. Um, I thought, like, I've got a little bit of money from all this writing I've been doing. Like, let's just see America on a train. Wait, you figured out how to make money from writing about wrestling? Yeah, you guys do it. I mean, we don't get paid for wrestling stuff. Oh! Oh, you guys gotta pay GameSpot to write wrestling stuff. Well, no, not exactly. It doesn't matter. Uh, Can I ask my second question? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Who are your sources? If you can say. Oh boy. I might be revealing way too much. My sources. WWE writer. Rich Tyler? No, 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 you misheard. I, I said it's... Vince McMahon? Yes, it is actually... Wow! Vince McMahon is my inside source. I can't believe Vince McMahon is leaking stuff to the premier dirt sheet on the internet. Well, I mean, he was le- leeching, leeching, leaking something to somebody else, another writer... Um, but in a in a telephone meeting, that writer sneezed, and uh, Vince McMahon said he'd no longer want want to work with him and no more. Well, I mean, I don't want to get germs from some dude on the phone. No, I, I mean the germs can go over phones. If I've learned anything about the pandemic, it's that phone germs are real. It's true. And vaccines. Vaccines are real. That's it. I'm not going to like butter that up with a joke or a bit. They're real and you thank, should get Thank them. you. All right. Now, now, now talk to me about your inside your inside info about this Cleopatra. First of all, it did. is Vince's Cleopatra's egg actually worth $100 million? Here's the thing about this Cleopatra's egg situation. I had a long, long, long talk with Vince McMahon mm-hmm. uh, this morning for seven hours. And according to Vince, that Cleopatra's egg is the real deal. It's the real deal thing. Contrary to what the writer of Red Notice has said and producers have said, it's real. It is thousands of years old. Uh, according to legend, 
uh, Vince McMahon told me Cleopatra was just such a fan of gold and eggs. Gold and eggs, excuse oh. me. And um, she had a chicken coop when she used to keep the best eggs for herself and make herself a nice breakfast. And um, she decided one day, like, what if I love these eggs so much, I made the egg bigger and then covered it in gold and then put some, like, designs on it. And I think that would be something I could put on in my tomb with me when I pass on to the afterlife with Osiris. I, I gotta say, I, I have... Is it Anubis? I always forget my... I, I honestly don't know. Uh, was but Anubis I have... Lord of the Underworld or was Osiris the... I think it's Anubis. I think Osiris ferried you over. It's a, I'm sorry. It's very hard to remember my Egyptian mythology. And why do we call it mythology? It was their religion. Their polytheistic religion. Let's not call it mythology. Thank you. You're, you're I have wrong. some hot takes today on Egyptian religion. I guess so. I just want to thank her for thinking far ahead enough to build a podcast studio inside of the egg. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're you're actually you're 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 calling into the show. I feel like we should let you know today. Matt and I are recording inside of Cleopatra's egg. Yeah, we have a we've got an inner space. I'm sorry, we've got an Ant Man situation. Honey, I shrunk the kids. That's right. Down. Yep. And uh, we've got a couple air holes in the top. We're in Vince McMahon's office right now. It's uh, true. <laughs> Vince, can you say something? Fired. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, Katie we're inside Vic. this. <laughs> it's weird. He's just shouting out random things from <laughs> WWE history. Genetic jackhammer. Comma the fighting machine. Grapefruits of steel. Where's Triple H? Where's the beef? That sounds very great. Uh, where is Triple H, by the way? I have answers for that, too. Oh, um, please. Uh, so as you know, he's had some um, complications with his health. Yeah. Uh, he is currently um, executive... to send our very best. Best wishes to Tri Paul Levesque. Triple H. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Levesque. Go ahead. Levesque. I'm sorry. My my uh, androgynous southern accent doesn't allow me to say that word. Actually, uh, Hacker, did you see the recent video of Triple H on the internet? I did not. Was it like the one of the Chinese uh, tennis player that supposedly she's doing great, but it super feels like she's in a hostage situation? No. It was not oh, at that's all not like a, that's that. not a news story you're following, Chris, is it? That is, it is not at all like that. It is him. Uh, he is with Vince touring uh, the new uh, under construction WWE corporate headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. Oh yeah, I forgot Titan Tower is going he on. He still looks super. He still looks super jacked. You want some insight and some information about Titan Towers and why they're leaving Titan Towers? Sure. They're leaving Titan Towers. Because of the murders Baron Corbin what? committed there during Money in the Bank. <laughs> the ghosts of uh, Alistair Black and AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio, whoever was killed there. Uh, it wasn't AJ Styles, sorry. Rey it was Rey Mysterio and Alistair Black. Black. Uh, the ghosts haunt Titan Towers. And Isn't Vince it? hates ghosts. I, I mean, I don't blame him. You know what? For, I have two thoughts to that. I wish uh, Discovery Channel would do a Ghost Adventures episode at Titan Towers. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to see like, Zach Baggins. There. Yeah, let's throw Baggins in there. Second of all, do you? am I the only one that thinks it's weird that Alistair Black's ghost is named, nick, nicknamed Malachi Black? Oh, no, it's named Tommy End. Tommy End, but also, like, that's the thing about Alistair Black's ghost. He has multiple names. He's also Malachi. 
That's so weird. He and now his ghost. It's haunting. It's haunting Titan Towers, but also appearing on AEW yeah. programming. It's haunting Titan Towers and Cody Rhodes. Oh man, scary, spooky stuff. He's right there with Abaddon and Dan Housen and other ghostly wrestlers like Dan, uh, Dan the Dad, and Max, Sean from Michaels. Max the Impaler. Max the Impaler. There are so many ghostly, spooky wrestlers right there. By the way. Ring of Honor closing down. WWE or AEW, this is your time. Make Max the Impaler an offer. Also, um, Ring of Honor, uh, I really hope you guys get back on your feet. I love you as a company. Oh, that's so sweet of you. No, uh, there's a, a lot of great talent came out of there. Uh, very weird. Uh, well, not weird. Uh, I was going to say, because like Jay Lethal is now in AEW. That's true. Um, I really, uh, I would love to see Dalton Castle in a situation where he is uh, more front-facing in the mainstream public. I love some Dalton Castle. Anyway, I'm that's weird. I'm with you. I'm I, with you. I was about to talk about Triple H and where he's actually been, but uh, he is, he's actually uh, head construction manager on the new Titan Towers. He is uh, he's he got the a foreman. construction gig? He, yeah, he's, he's a the foreman. foreman? Wow. Yeah, it, it makes sense. He's always got a sledgehammer. Now he's just putting that sledgehammer to use. Y you know what? You're right. That does make sense. Yeah. Wow. Finally. Good for him. I hope Breaking we'll see him back. News. In, I hope we'll see him back in NXT, though. I don't think so. <laughs> well. Oh, well. Anyway, I got a dog barking in the back. I never even told you about who stole the Fabergé, or the, what Vince said about the Fabergé egg for real. Um, oh, well, he, we're out of time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. He had just watched the movie Red Notice. It was the first movie he had watched in 30 years. And since he watched, since he watched, uh, what is it? Headlock? Power Slam? What's the movie called? Uh, Over the Top. No, the wrestling movie. The movie that him and, the movie that him and Hulk Hogan wrote in a hotel room. Oh, it's No Holds Barred. <laughs> no Holds Barred. Thank you. I was thinking of Pile Driver the album. Here's here's Vince's top five favorite movies right now. Um, mm -hmm. He's just sent these to me through via text. Number one, I love that you text with Vince. That's so cool. Number one is Over the Top, starring Sylvester Stallone. I understand he loves arm wrestling. Uh, number two is Roadhouse. Oh, good movie. Number three is Red Notice. <laughs> of course. Number four is No Holds Barred. Uh huh. And number can five... I can I guess number five? Yeah, go ahead. The Scorpion King. Wait, no, but... no, the Marine starring John Cena. He is very fond of those, not in his top five. Uh, number five, uh, uh, the Washington Heights movie, musical. Into the Heights, what oh, is in, it called? In, in the Heights? The in Lin the Heights, he Miranda loves movie? that movie. I get it, it's a good movie. I enjoyed that movie. He loves a good musical. Well, also, Jimmy Smith is in it. Who doesn't love Jimmy Smith? I wanted to put your nerves at ease because you are a, you are a highlight of this show every time you come on. Times have really changed from your first appearances when you would uh, break into our show without warning or permission. And, yeah, and uh, I've just come on in. I've been letting everybody know that uh, Mustafa Ali... Uh, another another storyline which most people have probably forgotten about in WWE where SmackDown was getting hacked. It was me. Um, in the in the uh, in the words of Shaggy, the uh, the antonym of what Shaggy normally says, it was me. 
Oh, I thought you meant uh, Shaggy Scooby-Doo's partner. No, I meant uh, Shaggy Mr. Lova Lova. Oh. Mm. Mr. Boombastic, really fantastic. I mean, he's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. Anyway, I gotta go. Uh, I, I gotta go make my bed on the train right now. Um, we are we're going through the Black Hills. I'm very excited to just kind of see the the majesty of the Black Hills. You should ask if they'll let you drive the train, or maybe let you blow the whistle or something. You know what? Like I know that a lot of people want some sort of control over their trips and their vacations. I am just taking a backseat to uh, uh, America's beautiful landscape and just really take it because we. You know, we, I think we take it for granted. Take, uh, I just want to see the uh, American Splendor, not the movie. I've seen that movie. Okay. And All also right. American Movie, the documentary about that guy making a bad movie. Also American Beauty, the movie about that uh, plastic bag that flips around a bunch. Oh, it's, it's a great moment in cinema. That, yes, it is. All right, I'll see you guys later. Thank you, Hacker. You're always welcome on this show. Wow. Lots of... I think more tangents and actual information this time, but thank you, SmackDown Hacker, for coming well, back Well, what on. we learned, Matt, as you know, was uh, evidently Vince has only seen five movies, I think. No, One he's seen. Is... I think he's seen a lot of movies, but those were just his top five. Okay. I assumed those were his top five because he's only seen them. I think he's seen like six or seven movies. He also saw like Trolls World Tour. Oh, I don't know. He sees everything on Peacock because Trolls, he has to. Trolls World Tour is terrible. I believe Trolls that. is fine. I believe that. They're both better than Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, I never saw that. Not great. Oh. Let me tell you about having a four-year-old, Chris. You get to okay. watch a lot of great kids' movies and a lot of terrible kids' movies. Let me tell you about living with me, Matt. You get yeah. to watch a lot of great scary movies and a lot of bad scary movies and also Paddington. That's great. Saw Last Night in Soho last night. How was it? Great. Edgar Wright very far out of his normal comfort zone and crushing it. I'm um, currently burning through Patriot Act on Netflix. Um, after watching a couple of Hassan Minaj, uh, uh, sorry, Hassan Minaj, I'm trying to pronounce his name, how he pronounces it correctly. Uh, I watched a couple of his like comedy specials and I really, really, really enjoyed them. Maybe mm -hmm. he just has the one. I don't know. Um, and then I started watching Patriot Act. I'm super into it. It's a little bit more of a younger skewing last week tonight, I'd guess. Mm -hmm. But it's really good. I really enjoy it. Uh, I recently watched. What have I been watching? Lots of screeners for stuff that I can't exactly talk about yet. Uh, like maybe Cobra Kai season four, maybe Saved by the Bell season two. Um, all, but what I will say is if you haven't watched the Saved by the Bell reboot yet, uh, the, I watched the first few episodes uh, back when it was first coming out and I did not like it. And then I rewatched the season one uh, recently and loved it. It's a good show. It is a very good show. It's a much better show than it has any right to be. I'll say that. Uh, we live in weird times. Anyways, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes, Apple <laughs> Five Podcasts. stars or get off our back. God, I'm going to cut a lot of this back end stuff out, but that's fine. Um, we will see you guys next week. Chris, any final words? You know what? Red Notice is a good movie. Great movie. Great movie. Great I want to watch it again. I will watch it again. Go watch Red Notice on Netflix. See you next week. And eat Pizza Hut. Robocop. Yep. 
Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.